0: Shalom to everyone, and to everyone, shalom. Um, but you didn't hear the music? Oh, okay. Ah, sorry about that, folks. The music is not playing. I just realized that. But um, thank you. Thank you again. You know, all praise to Abiyah and Amashiach and his son, Yohoshua. Sorry about that earlier. I, people are fucking wicked, and... They have no real time in the world to do anything good. So they rather just come down on people and just attack spiritually in the weirdest way possible. So we want to start over again because we do not allow this to be dictated by someone else's foolishness. We are men of honor, we are men of YAH and we will do things righteously in that continue on with this message. These people that did this know how strong this message is, and we have to let it be heard still. So, introducing, reintroducing, man of honor panel and our guests, Rude Boy and Stephanie.
1: What's up, man? Let's get I'm glad to be, be doing it.
2: Long y'all, Rude Boy from Brooklyn. Let's get it.
1: right
0: so again today's topic is about fornication and adultery what is the definition of fornication and adultery now understand that most people get the definition misconstrued with cheating mostly on the male's perspective of cheating but cheating is not found in the bible especially with the western concept of what cheating is you know Definitely what you can't always do is bring in terms that we have learned in this country and then try to identify it with term that's in the Hebraic understanding because they're not the same. It may share similarities because it has been broken down from, from the original language into language that we have now, but it's still not the official definition. So before we get into the questions and the biblical breakdown, us men here have a few thoughts, opinions, and experiences with fornication and adultery. And we are here to tell you our side of the table. Let them know. All
2: right. So pretty much what I was saying last time is that A lot of our people add too much emotions into the scriptures. It's not about your emotions. It's not about what you think. It's about what the scripture wants you to understand. Like, we got to take our pride, ego, emotions, and everything out of the scriptures. Because at the end of the day, if we're going to just start adding our own little twists and turns to it, then there's no point in following the culture. Because then it's not a culture. It's your opinion. And we're not in this thing for people's opinions. We in it to understand what's right, what's wrong, what's righteous, what's a sin, what's good, what's wicked. That's what we're trying to understand. We don't care about your opinion. We don't care about your emotions, it's about the truth. Your opinion and emotions can matter on other things, but when it comes to scriptures, it's invalid. I just want everybody to understand that. So again, I'm not saying your opinions and emotions is not valid. I'm saying it's not valid when it comes to the scriptures because scriptures is not for private interpretation. That's all, I got.
0: Stephen, introduce yourself and tell us your tale of the truth.
1: All right. Uh, okay. So I'm new. I'm new to faith, man. I grew up uh, atheist. Like my my dad, my pops was atheist. Just came up my whole life. Uh, it wasn't until like a couple of years ago that you know, I would say. God came to me just personally just saying it was, it was a weird experience because especially if you're atheist you don't think none of this is real so I'm just sitting there and it's just like I just start getting this it's, it's not like a voice you know what I mean like some people say they heard, they heard the voice of God I never heard nothing like that like it was more like a feeling like you got to open this book right now and I never had that feeling you know what I mean and I mm-hmm. would say how dangerous a man that doesn't have faith is comparatively it's like I didn't looking back like I thought I cared about stuff or I thought I had like some morals or convictions but looking back, I, I didn't have any. You know what I mean? Like I, I would have done more or less anything that felt right at that time. So that's why I think what he said is important where he said uh, it just how you feel doesn't matter because you're supposed to come to the come to the, the word and just get corrected. You're not supposed to be right. You know what I mean? Like, who, 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 like you're just a man. Like why would you be right? It's normal to be wrong. So you're supposed to come at it and just be like, okay, I got to change this. Okay, I got to change that. So that's what I've been doing for the last few years is just constantly just, you know, just, okay, I got to change this because this is bad. So I got some experiences with uh, adultery and fornication simply because I used to work in a bar, uh, you know, bartending. And it's kind of weird how I started, I guess, really is – it sounds unrelated, but it's related. You know that show The Office? Yeah, yeah, I heard of it. The main character, Jim, Mm -hmm. spends, like, the whole first few seasons – he's the hero of the show, and what he's doing is just coveting this man's fiance. But he's the hero of the show, and you're supposed to root for him. But nobody's saying that, like, what he's doing is spiritually, you know – a train wreck you know what I mean he's just sitting at his desk being lazy coveting another man's woman that's all he's doing so you but you take that in when you watch it because he's the hero and everybody likes him so what he's doing is okay then so then you go out and you do that more or less you know what I mean so I found myself in situations like that and each time I did something like that or I, I talked to somebody's wife which was only once but I mean that's, that's enough you know what I mean that's a, not, not something I'm proud of not something I even like to bring up but it's related to this so I will but like I didn't feel guilty, but I felt emptier afterwards. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, i I'll definitely get that. I understand that.
1: You know what I mean? Like I just felt like less. I just—it's hard to explain because I didn't know what it meant because I wasn't even spiritually minded. I was dead, so I didn't know what it meant. I just felt less. So that's what people gotta understand: is it might feel good for a second, but you're just gonna—you're gonna be less.
2: It always feels good for the second, but it's something in your mind somewhere saying, "Yo, this is not right." A lot I of mean, times, people avoid. You lose yourself. Yeah, you are losing yourself. It, that voice, or whether it is a voice or feeling, is constantly reminding, "Yo, you shouldn't really be doing this. You should." You know what I mean? It's always there, but a lot of people ignore it, like it's you know, because they don't really know what it is. But that's what it is. It's constantly trying to tell you, nah, that's wrong." Yeah, don't do this, but then you do it. But
1: that's exactly. where it comes from. I mean, you got to own your actions. So I'm not saying, you know. I'm not saying you're blaming an NBC TV show for what I was doing, but that's yeah. where that mindset yeah. comes from. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: So my my experience with um the fornication is is porn. You know, I had a large, I had a large addiction to it at one point because of stress. I was I was heavily under stress. I was stressed out to the tee. Things of that nature, and then you know. Porn was generally my escape, you know, masturbation was the escape as well, but I knew I was thinking about, I knew I was wrong, but at the same goal, I know it's wrong, but yeah, it feels so good. So then it must not be, it must not be all that wrong. Not understanding that I was morally defiling myself. Instead of finding a better outlet, I just took it upon myself to give myself Temporal joy, temporary, you know, satisfaction. And it was doing me harm more than it was doing me good. Things of that nature. Because your semen is a seed. It's a part of you. It's it's generally life. One thing that an elder has said once when you are out there, you know, just just doing, you know, just fucking and doing all that stuff. Excuse my language. And you're just like, do whatever you want and you ejaculate into a random woman or you just masturbating off, every time that semen leaves and it doesn't go into something that's, and doesn't go into a female that's going to like, uh, you know, give back off a stronger essence, give back off a healing um, a healing vibe from it, you lose part of yourself. He said that you begin to lose the strength of your skin, the strength of your nails, the strength of your hair because that semen is you. You are literally giving parts of you because your sexual reproductive your sexual reproductive organs are thinking, I'm getting ready to make, I'm getting ready to um, create life. Let me get all these cells ready so that way the womb is ready to take in and create this life. It literally has to take cells from you to duplicate you into another womb. But every time you do that and nothing is being brought back to it, you are literally losing those cells that you just gave off. So you're masturbating off your semen, you're masturbating off yourself, and then there's nothing there to replenish you. So it. So it took it took years. It literally took years for me to stop because I was, that was basically all I knew to get away from stress. Even though I knew I was. Rep- even though, like, at the very beginning of the truth, I still had a hard time breaking away from it to the point where I was making excuses to hold on to it, and then it was like, I know I'm wrong, but it's like, I I just couldn't stop at some point, but then eventually I did get over. I saw the dangers of it. I saw where my soul could lead if I continue to go forward, and I saw how y'all had Chastise me pretty bad to the point to where it's like, all right, I am going to stop this overall. So looking at porn, Pornia is a form of fornication. You're not supposed to be watching anybody have sex, especially with these shows on Netflix and Max, where it's just like, you know, it's a good show, and then bam, there's a sex scene. Exactly. and it's not even like, it's not even like how it used to be back in the day where it just, you know, a kiss, like, a, <laughs> like an aggressive kiss, an aggressive hug, and then that was the end of it because you just knew where it was going to go. Now they let you see every It's basically soft porn, porn with an extended story. We're not yeah, supposed had to, to be watching.
1: I've had to turn off, at least lately, like shows that, I was kind of into, you know what I mean? Like, two episodes into, I'm like, this is a good show, and I just have to just, nah, I can't do this, man, because this is not good. I can't yeah. can't, I can't, stare at these images, bro, because I mean, that's just going to make it harder tonight, you know what I mean? Like,
2: Yeah, because that's what they do. They're like, alright, they're getting away from porn, so let's put it in a TV show, say, like, you know what I mean? Let's put it here, let's put it there, and then you also got it all over, so that's another thing. Social media, it's like, watching soft corn porn at this point, especially Instagram. You know what I mean? You go up out there, you see like everything. Like yeah. it got to the point where, and I'm pretty sure all the guys on the panel could agree with this and men who probably listening could agree to this. Don't you feel like you're sensitized now? Because you done seen so many cleavages, prints of a woman's body. So, like you already know when you look at a woman what's underneath that. And it's a shame it, it's to that point. Like you can just look and size a woman up. All right, cool. You don't even get you. Obviously, you still got that some excitement because you're a man still. But it's like it's not as exciting as it used to be. You know what I mean? And then they wonder why men don't put in so much work because why? You give everything for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But anyways, we're gonna break all this stuff down from a scriptural and Hebrew perspective, so there won't be no my perspective, anybody' perspective, we're going to just share scriptures and the Hebrew words. And everybody could research for themselves and you determine for yourself. So you can't say, your shaya who told you? Can't say Zakar told you. Can't say Stefan told you. Look into it yourself after even hearing this. There ain't no echo chamber.
0: All right. So I got some questions. Got some questions. Anybody who's listening, you can join in. Just DM me or you can answer the questions in the comment section. This is very interactive, it's an open panel, so people still have a chance to come in and you know, take a dabble. All right, so first question. Where did the term cheating come from? Mm-hmm. I
2: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie to you, sound like something feminist made up because honestly, it's like let's say 100 years ago. 100 years ago, did anybody ever use the term che Matter of fact, I'm about to go look that up right now. Let's go look up etymology. Give me a
0: second. There we go. Yeah yeah i mean that's all general words right let's go let's go look see folks if you have to guess an answer then you just generally don't know it which is perfectly fine what you're supposed to do next is to go look it up especially when you're on a platform trying to deliver a message you don't want your words to come back and bite you got to be careful with the choice of word that you are using and what you are going to tell people because you will be held accountable for what you say, just as much as someone else is going to be held accountable for how they react towards what's being told. So it's it's work on both hands research okay. what we say.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna read this is etymology online etymology um, dictionary for those who want to look at origins of words you could go on here. So cheating, as a noun, it means deceptiveness, swindling, from the 1530s, verbal noun from cheat. Now, when you look up the verb for the word cheat, it says mid-15th century to ex-cheat, to seize as an ex whatever that means, a showing of old French ex-cheat, legal term for revision of property to the state when the owner dies without heirs, literally, that which falls to one, past particle ex- what happened before occurred Okay, I don't know. So pretty much Sounds like a word that has pro- more to do with property. Yeah, it has more to do with property. Now, my thing is this. Um, all the people talking about cheating and all this other stuff. Who's cheating you out of property? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, again, I just looked up on etymology.com. It's literally, I don't know how many times i tell people this. People, like I hear many people in the Israelite community say, oh, don't use Google. You got, listen, if you're not using Google and the internet while it's there for a free resource, then I don't even listen to people like that. You're going to tell me not to look at Google, not to look at no website, no article, no this and that. Oh, you got to find in a book. How are you going to know what books to look into? If you don't, you know what I mean? You got to know where to look first, but that's free. It's literally talking about property. And it's from the 1530s. So before the 1530s, and again, that's only talking about deception. So is it cheating because it's deceptive? Like that you wasn't told up front? Because I hear some people say even if you tell somebody up front, you still sleep with somebody still cheating. I'm like, how? It says deception. What's the deception if I told you the truth? Again, that's a westernized way of thinking. And notice it says, um, let me go back to it. It says, what is where word come from? Old French. Again, so it comes from Europeans. I'm not European, so that don't apply to me. So what do I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wh- what are we talking about
0: here? But, you know. that's. Yes. Next question. With that being said, do you believe that that term has been marketed to prevent men and women of color from mass populate from mass populating, and in which way? Both you guys can answer the question.
2: Definitely. So the man can't be fruitful and multiply, especially the black man, because even in slavery, from what I read up and what I heard, also is that. Even slaves had multiple wives. Even slaves were still getting married having a bunch of children. Well, let's think about when our people was in Egypt. We was multiplying a lot, even when we were suffering. So we know for a fact that had to happen in our slavery then, too, with more a little bit more modern technology and all that.
1: I would so say yes it's really,
2: Yeah, so it was really against the Black man more than anything.
1: But they just know like- you know the people who run the the world more or less are you like you know who they are anyway, but like they're, they're eugenicists. If, if you're just looking at it from the worldly perspective, you know they don't want people to reproduce really. So I can see them, yeah, absolutely, just slipping little exactly. little things in there like that. Absolutely, definitely.
2: Yeah, them Georgian gillstones and all that stuff. They trying to yeah. exterminate you. So yeah. the main people you want to try to exterminate is the people they know have the most power, which is who they know who really got the power on Earth. They know. They know. So they want to stop
0: us.
1: So, yeah. With
0: adultery and fornication being what it is, why do people still bring the definition cheating under those terms when it's nowhere in the Bible? Emotional damage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is, bro. It's a westernized way. Again, I get it. We all start off some somewhere, so it's not so much I'm talking about the worldly people. My, what I say is really towards Israelites who's been in this thing especially for years now. Get over your emotions, all right? Stop calling stuff sins that are not sins. Okay? Can you really look a man in his face? Because they usually say about the man for some reason. Never get brought up when it's women doing. It. Notice that, right? So let's talk about how they always say men cheating and stuff. Men are dogs, right? Tell me one time in scripture where it ever says anybody cheated. Or when a man slept with another woman, it was considered fornication when she was single. I I encourage anybody to find one scripture where a man slept with a woman that wasn't his woman and it was considered fornication. But she was single. She was single. You won't find it, because that's not how our culture works. Maybe other cultures, like European cultures. And you know something I found out recently? I don't know how true it is. I got to do more research on it. So, remember, I said that. So I don't want nobody coming come and and say, oh, I don't want to hear that. Hmm. I found out that the Romans, especially, because you know a lot of Europeans is the one who started this whole monogamous bull crap, right? A lot of them had side women. Hmm. Ain't that something? <laughs> You got side woman. You try to hate on a black man. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> that sounds like player hating to me. And I'm not saying to be a player again. I know how people like twisting stuff around. I'm just using slang. That's what I'm doing. But that's some hating stuff. You're doing it behind closed doors. But you're mad because we do it more effective than you. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. That's crazy. Crazy. Even in a lot of their TV shows, you see them with multiple women. I'm like, I thought y'all was monogamous. There's always some fake monogamous men you gotta watch out for. That go hard for, I'm monogamous. Be the main ones cheating. I don't even like using the term cheating, but (laughs) y'all like using that term. The main ones going hard for monogamous, especially you women out there that's listening, the main ones going hard for monogamy are the ones cheating. Count my words on it.
1: What do you think, Stefan? What's your answer on this? Uh, on that's the same thing, more or less. I mean, I'm new to the, the polygamy thing too. The only I only know, like uh I got one kid that works for me at the restaurant I work at, and his dad is polygamous. And he's got three he's got three wives and a bunch of kids, but he's doing better than anybody else I know. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like I can't
2: you know I've never seen a poor polygamous man yet.
1: That's what I'm saying. So it's like I can't, you can't really, the proof's in the in, in in the works. You know what I mean? Like it's, this man's got a fruitful life. So I, I mean, how can you say that you're not supposed to be polygamous when every polygamist I've ever met is
2: doing better every, than I
1: am. So like. Every I
2: mean? polygamous like, man I met is doing fine. Every single one I met, especially the elders. Being
1: blessed. Like literally out here just being blessed. So I can't, I can't say that you're not supposed, you know what I mean? I just can't exactly. say you're not supposed to do that.
2: I know even, you know, again, people don't understand this and we probably could talk about it another day. It's a brother I know. Shout out to brother Hondo Salomon. He's an elder brother I know. Very cool with him. He's a polygamous man. He wrote a book called Polygamy as Economic uh, Warfare, right? Literally, a lot of people don't know when you get into polygamous families and y'all work together, you literally could build wealth fairly quickly. A lot of people don't know that. that you know Polygamous so. couples. Exactly. You know what I mean? Polygamous couples that i've seen are living very well off have multiple businesses they live in the life but yeah. the so-called monogamous people oh because i'm selfish all oh, because i can't guess what be struggling not all of them i'm just saying a lot of them that be going against polygamy and all that i always look at their lifestyle you really don't have room to talk that's where I looked at it you,
1: from because I felt like – because I'm you know I'm from, coming from the Western perspective. So when I first heard he's polygamous, so I'm sitting here thinking, like, I shouldn't have been. But I was sort of like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know if he should be doing that. But then, I, you know, I, I looked at, like, his life, and I'm like, well, I mean, how am I going to tell this? You know what I mean? How am I going to tell him anything? Like, this guy's got it together, honestly. Like, they got a compound. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not even a family. A compound. It, but, compound. Like, he's
2: yeah, living like, like the godfather. He got literally. a compound.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, cause I dropped the kid off at home one night. Met his dad. Well spoken. He's got faith. He knew what was up with the world. In just a couple minutes, I felt that on him. And he's got a compound. So like, what am I gonna tell him? You know what I mean? What am I telling this man? Like, he should be telling me something. yeah so.
2: and, and, and guess what? They women doing? They women are naturally secure. They mind their business. I've never <laughs> seen not one unhappy. At least the polygamous
1: men I know, all they women is happy. She came out and she because she knew the kid, because I, I manage a restaurant and I got like a lot of teenagers that work there. And I try to like uh occasionally break a little truth off to him. Not not too much to where I get fired, but you know what I mean? Just occasionally. But uh she brought me out cookies and everything. Like he had one of his wives brought me out cookies, another one came out and just gave me a hug. Everybody's happy. I Everybody's pull up to you know happy. I pull up to like regular families and you know what I mean, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They they be they be hating because they see how happy those people is and they can't figure out. They one I know is they be women be mad at those women. Be like, oh, couldn't it couldn't be me. You right couldn't it be you. That's why you're sad sitting over there by yourself or with a man that you say I came and you came and submit to. Why well, don't women submit to that great man? Because you got to be a great man to have multiple women submit to.
1: But that was my point on it. Is like it changed my just meeting like the one polygamous guy. I was like, this is a good dude. Like this is a respectable man. So it kind of changed my outlook on it a little bit. Exactly. I mean, just the proof is always in the works. You know what I mean? And that was always works in the for, works. Obviously,
0: always in the works. It's always in the works.
1: That's all you need that's, is if you just start looking for the works. Don't even listen to nobody, and you just look at them, and you can yeah. see.
2: That's why when I look at a lot of these monogamous men, so called menab- Not all of them, but a lot of them that be hating. I, all I got to do is look at how they wife treat them. See, a, a very tell-time of how a man is. Like, for instance, I'm pretty sure y'all seen this. When you see somebody's wife online arguing with other men. And I always ask myself, hmm, yeah. why is yeah. your wife home doing what she's supposed to be doing for you, but she got time to entertain all these men on the internet?
1: They got I always found
2: that way. And I'm like... Dang, you her husband. You ain't gonna put her in check. Like, yo, what you doing? You you should you be cooking. You could be doing stuff for the kids or something. Something for me. Something towards our business. No, you online arguing, giving attention to men.
1: Or even worse, yeah, posting like uh, you see somebody's wife like posting like a, uh, just a selfie, but like got her breasts out, like. Exactly. Exactly. Like, this is your wife bro and he and he likes it and he comments looking good babe like and then
2: and then get mad what other men are looking at bro you got her out here she got a
1: for sale sign on
2: they trying to buy that
1: me personally like I'm driving home you like, got to photos in this for I gotta see who's there exactly
2: they they they're trying to test drive your wife and you up there say yeah test drive my wife like that's what yeah. you're essentially saying those that's, thinking you a that's more normal. ridiculous Ain't no yeah. way I have a woman of mine up there like that, bro. Because if you're going to be up there like that, you single. Yeah, Go ahead right. and live your best life. You ain't with That's me That's what like you want to be, yeah. Hell no, man.
0: Word. But next question. <laughs> Why do so many men in their songs condome adultery, but are fed up when promiscuous women only want them for money and sex?
1: That's because the words of the songs aren't even written by them in a way. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the the culture of music is just to kind of pervert our minds. So so why would they not say that? You know what I mean? Why would they not want you to be anything but but weak? Just like I was talking about yeah. earlier, how I did those things and I felt less. That's what they wanted me to be. They wanted me to be less. So that's why the words in the song say that. Yeah. I agree with you.
0: Ways uh, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you said. Next question. Do men take advantage of the rules of adultery? I.E. having sex with multiple single women but never taking care of them and all the children they have.
2: Some do. Yeah. Now, this goes down to, again, and I'd say this, I said this to many, especially younger sisters, it depends on the type of man you're choosing. Because again, and I told, I don't know, women don't like hearing the truth about this, but y'all are very horrible pickers when it comes to men. (laughs) Very horrible. Some of y'all luck up, keyword luck up, because y'all don't be choosing right. Some of y'all might be fortunate to have your father who, or uncle or brother who helps see you in the right direction, but you just going out yourself knowing what to pick now. Y'all be horrible when it comes to that. So a lot of times, y'all just pick the dudes who just want to hit everything, moving and things like that. But the again, the polygamous men I know are trying to make the woman into something. Now, if the woman chooses, they don't want nothing more with that man, that's on the woman. You know what I mean? But for the most part, from what I've seen, dudes go out there like, yo, I want you to be my second, my third, whatever the case may be. And then the woman would rather sleep with the man than be a second or third. It's absurd. I've seen cases where it be like that. So I used to really think depends. worse of men.
1: I don't think so bad on men lately. Like I feel like a lot of men are loyal, at least in my findings lately. Like you know what I mean?
2: I yeah, don't know, yeah, bro. I don't know how many times I said this because they always say men are dogs, right? Because they only talk about the. I don't feel that way. Cheating, the cheating part, but I said men are more loyal for the simple fact that we stand there and deal with a lot of crap. In our mind, we always want to leave. But we say, nah, <laughs> this is my duty. My duty is more important than my sins.
1: Yeah, the only so way a man's times.
2: leaving is if you commit adultery against him or you do something so outrageously disrespectful. That's the only time men are leaving. Women are Oh.
1: The outrageously man. disrespectful thing. Like, I, I've dealt with that and just stayed. You know what I mean? As long Exactly, as
2: it's not- even men who stay with that. And then they got you <laughs> to say, we disloyal. But as soon as you say, no, I don't feel like hearing that today. See, you don't care about my feelings leave you. It I feel like Disney, like Disney that. did
1: that in a way, you know what I mean? Disney that did that. Follow <laughs> your heart, you know what I mean? You like, can't me yeah, follow good your heart. Oh, I keep that, telling people,
2: that's relationships is just not about emotions. I keep telling people, emotions range from day to day. If I was to go from my emotions day to day, I'd be slapping and punching a lot of people.
1: It'd be insanity. I mean, there's no way, because you're not going to like it your would be wife chaos. Every day. How could you like your wife every day? That's insane. I don't even like myself every day.
2: It's, thank you. I'm glad you say that. I'm, I'm so glad. Everybody who heard that, that's, the, <laughs> that's real. That Man, the real. We don't even like ourselves every day. Hey, you want me to like you every day? On, Sometimes you're annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's natural human things. It's not meaning you're the worst person. Some days, somebody ain't gonna like you. Don't. And I keep telling people, this is the difference between like and love. Just because I don't like you today, I usually don't like you. Don't mean I don't love you.
1: Yeah, it has been like a whole, There's one time it was like three weeks. I was like, I really don't like her. Just the whole three weeks. But then after that, it passed. You know what I mean? It exactly. It
2: always passed. You know, that's how we we like, you know, like, we, we realized. Realize it. Yeah, it's simple stuff. Like, it's emotions. It's always going to come and go. We Like, men, we know we shouldn't operate off emotions, but a lot of times, and again, not to play everything down on sisters, but y'all operate on emotions to a point and talk about where we're not loyal because we would sleep with another woman, right? But and I even said this to a bunch of women. But does he not come back home to you and do the same? Nothing changes when he to sleep with a woman. The moment you go out, step out, and your man go sleep with another man, you change.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's also, a, I'm just not seeing. Fact. I'm just not seeing men leave. Like in my understanding, of, in, the, in my community, I'm not seeing men leave the girls, bro. I'm just seeing the girls leave. Like I'm not seeing it. It's always Men don't
2: usually leave Whether it's yeah. regular relationships or marriage Men don't usually leave because we understand We signed up for something we try to see it through like, we, That's why I said Men see things in a business perspective I invested in you
1: So
2: I'm you not know, saying like, it's like, like men are
1: properly Handling business or like you know Being the men we're you know scripturally We're supposed to be but I know that we're not leaving You know what I mean Exactly that's
2: Exactly but we'd be the main ones to be called disloyal we like what?
1: Yes, like what you I have this. I've been here this whole a time paying the bills.
2: Literally, and again, I'm we'll gonna use the cheating word when I say this. A man could so-called cheat on his woman, right? And still come home and catch a bullet for that same woman he really loves at home. But you'll still say that man's just slowly. <laughs> yeah. It's insanity, bro. That's why I don't be listening to them. That's why I don't That's why a lot of times I laugh when females or the soy boys be saying what they say because they don't really think what they're saying through. If this woman go cheats on you, the whole relationship change. If a man go cheats with this other woman on you, nothing changes. They really don't understand. For men, sex is like taking a leak. It only means something if you're doing it with somebody you actually care about. But if it's just somebody over there, you don't care. But they they think we think like women. We don't think like y'all. And I'm not saying men should go out sleep with here, here, here. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this is how it is from the male's perspective. You know what I mean?
0: All right. So when 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 a woman hooks up with a bad guy, she is shamed for choosing. But why is the bad guy not being shamed for being bad?
1: They got that expression. It's uh, you know the. Uh the key that can open many locks is a master key, but the lock that can be opened by many keys is broken. Gotcha.
0: So does You know that, what I mean? So does You that, said, uh, I said, when a woman hooks up with a bad guy, she is shamed for choosing him. But why is the bad guy not shamed for being bad?
2: The bad guy's always saying, what? Always.
1: Yeah, like, like Men don't escape accountability. Bad. For anything, honestly.
2: The, the woman called the man dog, the man called the man dog, everything. Men don't get away with nothing. If you're a deadbeat father, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Your deadbeat mother, guess what? Oh, she did the best she can. <laughs> yeah, Am I lying? Yeah. Am I no, lying?
1: No, Come on, true. bro.
2: Like, we're going to live in reality. Men always get. Hold accountable because we understand we're the leaders of society. So men are going to hold men accountable regardless. You can't F around and just do whatever you want as a man and not get
1: hold accountable. I think it's far because I- we are stronger when it comes to like avoiding just acting emotionally. So when you see a man who is like super emotionally unstable it is kind of a bad look, you know what I mean? It's like, what happened to you man? Cause it's like, I feel like we do have a leg up with that. Like, how are you not doing it?
2: exactly and other men will hold you accountable so you can get back to your masculine frame how you're supposed to be so i don't get this if you're back again especially in the past few decades we've been programmed a man do the so-called cheating thing but play we was programmed to look at this man as a bad man so definitely in the past few decades the bad man always been called out Oh, you a scum. You should be treating women woman like... How many men you see jump on a man's uh, post, comment section on video, say, yo, you're a scum for that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically anything. You could be masculine and just walking around, not even cheating, not doing nothing wrong. Still, even that is toxic at this point.
2: Exactly. So men always hold accountable. So it's really, again, not all females, but a lot of the women are not the ones not being held accountable. Because guess what? Like Zakar just said, if a woman chooses a man who's bad, everybody holds that man accountable for being the, the horrible man, right? But if the woman is bad, everybody would just tell a man you should have chose better.
1: Yeah, I'm telling yo. It, it, true. it's true. They it's, do it's, that, like man, you don't know how to pick them, do you? But if it's a chick, it's like everybody is right there to console it.
2: It, it console her. Oh you trust me somebody much better out there for you even tra- <laughs> like what happened about her picking better
1: yeah 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 she as gotta as pick as better as as too as They'd be one-sided to us, when it come to that you get judged for that too just like man you know you know how to pick women like, <laughs> like you get judged for anything
2: everything bro
0: so i'm not gonna lie that answer kind of basically debunked the two questions that i that i had picked out they were like follow-ups <laughs> 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 That's yeah but the answer you guys gave you know it kind of it kind of rendered it basically rendered these answers a, a little bit useless they were good questions but your answer just pretty much you know answered it in a way so that is it with the questions y'all i hope you enjoyed it i hope those who are watching had came up with answers of their own i would love to hear them i would love to watch them and if you did come up with answers I will read it on the next Man of Honor show. So now it is time for the scriptures.
2: Get to the scriptures now, my favorite part. Right, and again, I'm going to say this again. It's not an echo chamber. I'm just giving warnings because for some reason people don't pay attention to what people say. It's not an echo chamber. Everything us men just said just now from my own personal experiences. You know, so don't get butt hurt. Don't get in your emotions or anything like this. We just speaking truth from our perspectives. You don't have to agree with it. But this is what we've seen with our own eyes. Take it or leave it. It is what it is. Now, we're going to get down to these scriptures, to the nitty gritty. So I'm going to... Should I screen share? All right, let me screen share. I think it'll make it easy. but yeah. Do not disturb. All right. give me a second people's
0: of those out there are really enjoying um Stefan how you um how you enjoying yourself so far in the men of honor
1: podcast <laughs> it's, it's a good time man <laughs>
0: it's All a good right. time.
2: so we're gonna go with some Hebrew words so then we're gonna go into the scriptures afterwards so what y'all can see the screen? Yeah. All right, So we have H2181 which is the Hebrew word zanah. This is the word used for fornication and harlot and you know prostitute, stuff like that. So we're going to go through the pictures because I screenshotted it so it could be quicker or whatever. So you see some of the definitions to commit fornication, be a harlot, play the harlot. Act as a harlot, commit fornication, to commit adultery. So that's already one definition of Fornication is harlot, adultery, cult prostitute, unfaithful to Elohim, figuratively, to play the harlot, to be, to force into prostitution. Yes, prostitution is fornication. Uh, let me go to now. Uh, let's go to this, and then we'll go to other ones too. Now we got the Greek word G four two zero two, fornea. Illicit sexual intercourse so this is the greek word for fornication look what it says people adultery fornication homosexuality lesbianism intercourse with animals bestiality sexual intercourse with close relatives incest sexual intercourse with a divorced man or woman and it shows mark there of course because obviously in that case the um, messiah explained it you can't Divorce your wife for any reason, unless it's fornication, things like that. Um, metaphorically, oh, shoot. Metaphorically, for the worship of idols, of the foundment of idolatry as occurred by eating the sacrifices offered to idols. Um, so let me go to these other things. Uh, I can still see, right? All right. So this is um, the Hebrew Chinese lesson for the word fornication. Um, Attributed properly and chiefly to a woman, whether married, when it may be rendered to commit adultery or unmarried. It then shows you the scriptures right there. Fornicate or adultery. So y'all can see to go whoring after to follow a paramour, things like this. Put before the husband from the adulteress, departs and committed whoredom against whom she transgresses. A right, harlot, whore, prostitute. So it's pretty much some stuff up there. But I'm going to get into the scriptures because let me go. In fact, let me read adultery real quick. This is for, especially for you women and you men, out. you so-called monogamous only men. This is the Hebrew word for the word adultery. h five zero zero three. not which means commit adultery, usually of a man. But what type of man? Then it says, always with the wife of another. Adultery of woman. Idolatrous worship. Adultery of woman. So again, this is what it's saying. You can't commit adultery unless the woman's married. It always involved a married woman. I'm going to repeat that again. Adultery involves a married woman. Let me take the screen share off and then I'm going to read the um, scriptures. Give me a second. All right. Now, let me go into the scriptures I have listed here. You can still hear me? Yeah. All right. What's fornication and adultery? Adultery with married woman. Now, I'm going to go where adultery is we going to go to scriptures. Exodus chapter 20 verse 14. Also, y'all listening to me talk, those watching, take some notes. I'm just going to read them real quickly. Thou should not commit adultery. Simple enough. Now we're going to Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10. And I'm reading KJV. I like reading other versions, but I know I don't read KJV, I'm like, oh, I didn't want to say the KJV. I already know what y'all are going to try to do. And the man that committed adultery with another man's wife. I'm going to repeat it again. Leviticus chapter twenty verse ten, and the man that committed adultery with another man's wife, even he that committed adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Proverbs chapter six verse thirty-two. But whoso committed adultery with a woman, why is it always bringing up with the uh, with a woman? Lack of understanding. He that doeth it destroys his own soul. Ezekiel, chapter 16, verse 32. But as a wife that committed adultery, which taken strangers instead of her husband. If she ain't married, it ain't adultery, people. She's single. It's, how can it be adultery if she's not married? And you also, and again, I don't approve of the premarital sex, but even if you go into the scripture, about, because I heard a lot of people saying, oh, premarital sex is fornication. So explain when a man sleeps with a virgin, he's supposed to marry her, right? But if a father chooses for that man not to marry his daughter, the marriage is canceled and he got to pay money. Why didn't a man get put to death? You know fornication means you get put to death, right? Fornication is a punishable, it's punishable by death. So how the freak can this man get away with it? Matter of fact, what about the man with concubines? Those women didn't have ketubah. Why do the men who had concubines, why they ain't get put to death? Because today that would be considered premarital sex, right? So why don't those men get put to death all throughout scriptures? That's a question you got to ask yourself, people. Y'all keep listening to so-called leaders of y'all's, but the scripture shows you exactly what the things mean. Now I'm going to go to what's adultery towards the most high. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 8 through 9. And I saw when, for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel, committed adultery, I had put her away. Because Israel, in this context, is considered a woman. So it's letting you know how adultery goes, even with the most high. And giving her a bill of divorce, yet her treacherous sister, wait, hold up. This supposed to be the most high here, right? Why is he dealing with two women? If polygamy is adultery, how come here he's dealing with two women that he's clearly married to? One he just divorced, the other one he's still married to. Oh, nobody gonna have an answer for that, huh? Treacherous sister Judith. I I mean, clearly showing that right there, but you ask certain people, no, that's not what it means. It says Israel, which is northern kingdom, and Judah, which is southern kingdom. That's two different women. And he clearly used the word sister there. It's two sisters, people. He's married to two women. But when and played the harlot also, and it came to pass that through the lightness of her whoredom, that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stocks. Pretty much idol worship. Now, what is fornication? We're going to go into Exodus chapter 34, verse 15 through 16. It says, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go whoring after their gods, or Elohim, and do sacrifice unto their Elohim. And one called thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice, and thou take of their daughter unto thy sons. Their daughters go a-whoring after their Elohim, and make thy sons go a-whoring after their Elo- Elohim. So fornication, one of the definitions I'm pointing out, and what I read from the screen share, was what? Idol worship. So if you're doing idol worship, that's fornication. Let's continue. Now we're going to go to Leviticus chapter 18, verse 8 through 18. Again, all this is KJV, so I want to hear no excuses. The nakedness of thy father's wife, thou shalt not uncover. It is thy father's nakedness. The nakedness of thy sister, this is going to incest. This whole passage is incest, people. Just make sure y'all understand what's going on. The daughter of thy father or the daughter of thy mother, whether she be born at home or bro- born abroad, even their nakedness thou shall not uncover. The nakedness of thy son's daughter, or of thy daughter's daughter, even their nakedness thou shalt not cover, for theirs is thine own nakedness. The nakedness of thy father's wife's daughter, begotten of thy father, she is thy sister. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister. She is thy father's near kinswoman. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, for she is thy mother's near kinswoman. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's brother. Thou shalt not approach to his wife. She is thy aunt. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy daughter-in-law. She is thy son's wife. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. It is thy brother's nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of a woman and her daughter. Neither shalt thou take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness. For they are her near kinswoman. It is wickedness. Neither shall thou take a wife to her sister, so you can't take a woman and her sister together, to vex her, to uncover her nakedness beside the other in her lifetime. Yes, you can't take uh, your wife and her literal sister together in a polygamous thing. You can't do that. Now, we're going to go to Leviticus chapter 20, verse 11 to 21. Now, this goes into more detail of fornication in different things. I'm
0: sorry, and the man say... Sorry, but can you say that last scripture again about life and the system? Neither
2: shall thou take a wife to her sister to vex her, to uncover her nakedness beside the other in her lifetime. So the only way you'll take the sister of your wife is if your wife died. That's why I said in her lifetime. But you can't take your wife and her literal blood sister together in a marriage. You can't do that. So that has nothing to do with polygamy at all. It's polygamy, but it's talking about you can't do that specific thing where you have a wife and her literal sister. You can't do that. So we'll continue. The vicar's chapter 20, verse 11 through 21. And the man that lieth with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. Mind you, fornication is a death sentence, people. So if people ain't dying after what they did, according to scripture, it wasn't a death sentence, so it wasn't fornication. That's clear as day. Both of them shall surely be put to death. They have wrought confusion. Their blood shall be put upon them. And if a man also lie with mankind, as he lies with a woman. So if a man lies with a man as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed abomination. They should surely be put to death. Homosexuality. Their blood should be upon them. And if a man take a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They should be burnt with fire, both he and they. That there is no wickedness among you. So you can't take, obviously, your wife and her mother. That's, you know, just common sense. That there's no wickedness among you. And if a man lie with a beast, an animal, he shall surely be put to death, and ye shall slay the beast. An animal got to die if you sleep with it. You and animal got to die. And if a woman approach unto any beast and lie down there too, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast. So it goes both ways. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a wicked thing, and they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He hath uncovered his sister's nakedness, he shall bear his iniquity. And if a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness, meaning her period blood, cycles, and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood, and both of them shall be cut off from among their people. And thou shalt uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sisters, nor thy father's sisters, for he uncovered his near king. They shall bear their iniquity. And if a man shall allow his uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. If a man shall take his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He hath uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. So in that one thing, it went to bestiality, incest, a woman when she's on her period, stuff like that. Now, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 17 to 18. And it only got one more scripture after this. There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor sodomite of the sons of Israel. So, no whores, because that's fornication. To be a whore is fornication. To be a prostitute is fornication. To be a gay man is fornication. To be a lesbian is fornication. Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or the price of a dog into the house of Yahua thy Elohim for any vow. For even both of these are abomination unto Yahweh thy Elohim. Now let's go to Exodus chapter 34, verse 15 to 17. This goes back into idol worship. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, they go whoring after their Elohim and do sacrifice unto their Elohim. One called thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice. Now take the daughters unto thy sons, and their daughters go whoring after their Elohim and make thy sons go a whoring after their Elohim. Thou shalt make thee no molten Elohim. So, pretty much, people, that's the last scripture I have. I try to make it short and sweet. But fornication, literally, here's the list of what fornication is. So, it don't get misconstrued ever again. Fornication is being a harlot, which is a whore, being a cult prostitute, meaning being in the temple or a regular prostitute. Adultery is fornication. Watching porn is fornication. Having sex with animals is fornication. Incest with near kinsmen or kinswomen is fornication. Idol worship is fornication. All these things are worthy of death. You won't see no polygamy in there. You won't see no man cheating in there. You won't see a man getting a cocky in there. None of that has nothing to do with fornication. And I read the adultery thing already. You can't do adultery unless a woman's married. So get over your feelings. There's no such thing as cheating. No, I don't think a man should be going around hiding and sneaking and all that. Just tell the truth brothers so we can stop all this bull crap from happening. Just tell the truth. The worst thing a woman could do is leave. Let them leave then. There's too many women out here to be scared to lie. Just say, look, this is what I want. Are you rocking with it or not? She ain't rocking with I, all right, Bob. That's it. Because a lot of this stuff comes to a lot of y'all brothers just lying. Stop lying. Especially you fake monogamous men. Y'all the worst. Because y'all sit up there talking bad about polygamous men, talking about, oh, he's a dog, he a this and that. you be the first ones to cheat. You hypocrites. you be the first one sleeping with multiple women behind your woman's back because you're too scared to have a backbone and say, look, I want multiple women up front. And you're scared of your woman's emotions. Are you the leader or is she the leader? It's time to step up, man. We wouldn't be having these problems with sisters, especially if y'all just stand up and be men. Tell the truth. Yeah, you're acting like the men that was on the other um panel before we had to shut it down, being widows and incels and all this other crap. Just tell the truth, brothers. If you really think you're that good of a man, trust me, women are going to want you. There's no need to lie. Because once you lie, you gotta make up another lie to make up another lie to cover the lie. That's too much work. You're the man, so act like it. Lead by example. And I end my statement.
0: That was powerful. That was extremely powerful. I hope everyone has gotten the intel of what they need, especially when it came to the scriptures, and especially when it even stated how the Most High had two wives of the Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom. So if you are still arguing against it, even though that your father is also polygamous, you have to check yourself. his words don't lie. His words do not come back to the void. And if you're going to continue to argue with his words, you are going to create doctrines for yourself. Once you create doctrines for yourself, you're then pushing away from the most high, then you are now taking that doctrine sending it out to others and having others people believe in what you're saying due to your misbelief and your doctrine. You will be punished for that. It don't matter if you a good person. It don't matter if you praying three times a day, fasting four days a week. If you do not repent from your previous sin, the only thing that you are doing is building yourself up to help someone else so y'all can take you down the process just because you didn't repent from that last time. He's gonna hold you for. He's gonna hold you for that because everything that you say and don't say, everything that you do and don't do, will be written in your book, and you will be held accountable for it. So if you are the many few who has stalled the shit, I'm a little bit hood tonight, y'all. But if you are the many few who had. Dog, the most hard word on polygamy switch this definition taking in and adding out of the scriptures of what fornication and adultery is and then delivering it to it you need to repent asap because you're teaching these people the wrong definition and it's going to
1: get you got any last words Nah, that was good. That was good. I like that. That was good. I I appreciate it.
0: I got some closing scriptures for you guys. First First Corinthians chapter six, verse 18. Flee whoring. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. He who commits whoring sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is Mashiach of the Ruach Hakudesh? Who is in you, which you have from Elohim, and you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore, esteem Elohim in your body and in your spirit, which are of Elohim. All right, folks. That is it, rude boy. Tell the men and the boys who are going to be men who we are. We what? Let them know.